My name is Dana. My name is Dana. Dana Mellonby, the daughter of Hal Mellonby. I like hunting and walking, and I work with my father. I like the ancient weapons. The spear, the sword, the knife. They demand more skill. No. No! No, Dana. Do not kill Servalan. I'm going to kill you. Sooner or later. This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, but this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. I think the soundtrack for today's um, recording, I think, should be Ian Jury's What a Waste, don't you think? I, I think you can have summed it up better there, yeah. I was I was thinking of uh, what to discuss today, and the, the overriding feeling you get is, could have been better. Mm. And, uh, it's, if this was an end of term report, it would be, could have been better, must try harder. <laughs> We've already mentioned this, you know, with Callie. We've mentioned it with... Yep with um jenna that it's not helped especially with jenna um it's not helped that you've got um writers who really haven't got a clue what to do with this character and then you've also got an actor who is relatively inexperienced and of course you don't get much more inexperienced for a tv actor than somebody that's never been on tv before yeah i mean so, sometimes you you get lucky don't you and people it's their first time on tv or the first time in a film and they've They've got that star quality and it shines through. And even though the material's probably not, you know, the strongest, they somehow by dint of personality pull it out. Um, but I don't think that's the sort of, that's not what happens in this case. What's really weird thinking about it though is the characters, <coughs> pardon me, still got a bit of cough, the characters that, that are just as sort of sketchily written, but then is it that the actors flesh it out and bring something out of it? If you've got that experience, can you, you know, can you do something with one of these underwritten parts? Because like I say, Callie is supremely underwritten. In fact, Callie and Dana are almost the same sort of character, aren't they? They're, they're both very similar the way they start. Uh, and the, the actual characterization drops off almost immediately. Mm. But with Callie, I don't know, there was something about the actress that, that sort of pulled it and and gave it something. I, it's very, it's very strange. Again, it would be really nice to see <coughs> the original scripts that the actors were working from and to see are there any details in there? Are are they are they just sort of fleshing these characters out with their own experience? Because again, we said um, that uh, Jan Chappelle was a very experienced actress, wasn't she, when she mm. came on? Whereas Josette Simon. They say not very experienced. Um, strange, it, it, isn't it? It's so. It's such a. It is very strange because yeah. Ju- just then, when you're saying that, I, I'm trying to think of a standout Dana moment. Yeah. And I can't think of one. I think I think the character works very well in the first episode that she's in. 
that she was created for. And I think that's possibly because obviously more more script time and more attention would have been given to that character at that point by the mm. you know the person that created the character and wrote the script. And after that, I wonder if it was then a case of, <coughs> sorry, Gisette, you're on your own. And she just didn't have the sort of the acting chops at that time to to do anything with it. Um, it could be also. I mean, we know that, uh, you know, both uh, Sally and Jan would go to the producer and say, yeah. can you give us something else to do? Maybe she was so inexperienced and therefore yeah. so meek that she didn't have the confidence to go yeah, up and say, look, it. can I have a, something a bit meatier to do? Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen an interview with... Um, Gisette Simon. No, I can't, no. I can't think I have. No, I know for the longest be, yeah, be time. Interesting. How, what did she think of it? Did she think was because because we said that um, Sally and Ivette, it quite it's almost a few episodes in. You can quite obviously see her switch off and not bother. Mm. Uh, which is you know that's a choice I suppose. But I don't know. Did yeah did did Gisette Simon ever like approach the producers and say, can I have something more to do? Because because weirdly as well, she did actually get. <coughs> A few chunkier scripts, didn't she? She got some some episodes where she's alone with Tarrant. I mean, that should have allowed her to shine. Um, <laughs> and she didn't yeah. quit then. So yeah, she got she got a, an old lover came back in Animals. Mm-hmm. She didn't it didn't allow her to shine. Um, how, yeah, how much can we blame on the actress and how much on the scripts? I don't I know. know. I think the two are interlinked. I, I, think I, I know. Right. I know. I've I've read before that you know um, Josette after Blake Seven didn't want anything to do with it, no. and for quite a long time has distanced herself. But I know that she has come back. She's appeared at one of Ian's um, yeah. uh, events. Um, she was a guest there, so it looks like she's like you know um, yeah, slowly perhaps, coming back to it. Perhaps she had a bad time of it then. If she distanced it, it herself, you know. It could be. I mean, you, you you said then that, you know, that Callie and Dane are almost, you know, indistinguishable, um, you know, at least at the start. On paper, yeah. On, on paper. And I, I do wonder this, that, you know, the production team, when they know that, you know, um, Jan Chappelle is going to leave and um, we need somebody else, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, not Jan. Oh, so, so, sorry, <laughs> Sa- Sally Nivette. Yeah. Um, and and um, Gareth Thomas are going yeah. to leave. We need replacements now. We talked about Tarrant, and you know how you know um, you know the thought was we we can't have a curly haired person. We've got to go older. Blah blah blah. But I, I'm I'm puzzled why you've already got this the freedom fighter yeah. woman, almost a warrior woman in herself. At least initially, as you say, yeah. on paper, that's how she was written. So. It's like, right, we've lost a male and a female. We've got to bring back a male and a female. I don't know why. Why couldn't you have had two females or, or, or two men? Why do you have to, you know, change like for like? Um, um, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure on that. I mean, now it would be different, wouldn't it? I, I think there was some sort of gender quota going on mm. back then. Um, what's really weird is you can understand... You can understand from a writer's point of view that certain things happen and, and certain things are desirable, but then they never do anything with it. So you could understand them saying, okay, we want to introduce Callie and we want her to be this tough warrior woman. She's going to kick ass. And then like six episodes later, oh, she's been diluted to the point where 
So we need another, let's bring in another warrior woman because that, that character was really good. Warrior woman. So you could see him bring someone else in, but they never did anything with Callie's warrior woman persona. No, no. no. So, what, so, why, so, so, so why it's just going to happen again. Yeah, yes. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. I, I can understand, like, if you were writing a book <coughs> or a series of books and you killed a character, you might want to bring back a character that's similar because you've, you've originally worked out the dynamic. And that's what, when, when we were talking about Gan, and we said the reason, obviously, Gan became a bit of a non-character because you, there's no point having someone that's, that's the muscle if everyone carries a gun. Yes. It defeats the object of it. Um, but that would have been like as if Gan left and they immediately wrote in and said, hey, they find another big muscular man. That's the, you can understand why they didn't because there's no need for that character. But why, why introduce this, this sort of carbon copy of of uh, Callie, when you've got the original Callie there, and you could, if you wanted to, change that character to to be the fighter. You could have a a story like you know where Zelda her sister dies, and that's the thing that makes her go back to being the hard yeah. warrior woman. You could have a story yeah, oh, that, yeah. that that that, 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 that resets the character. Yeah. You could have done that, but yeah. I mean, if you were the person you know in the production team, you know, and you're given this challenge, we've got to replace. Jenna's leaving. We've got to bring in a new woman. What is her thing? Yeah, right? what does she bring to the pot? Or what doesn't she bring to the pot that we want? Yeah, it would define, be... T- yeah, define yeah. the problem first. Yeah, I mean, you're getting rid of one female who is a pilot, but this yeah. other person, this new male you're bringing in is a pilot, so he fulfills that role. Yeah. So what possibly could you have this new female do? You've already got a warrior woman, all but be, be it she's become the mum on the ship. Yeah. You've got a thief. You've got a technical person. Yeah. What What? What? what else could this woman be? Because she very rarely... I mean, there's several ways you could go, isn't it? <coughs> you could say, okay, she's the weapons expert, so she'll be there. She'll be the person that gives the tactical information. She'll be. They never do that with her. You could have said, okay, she's really young and she's she's only ever lived with her dad. So you could have storylines where they're trying to educate her, or they're trying to, you know, her behaviour is is not what civilized mm-hmm. behavior so you could have gone down sort of the the noble savage style i mean i under, sort of understand yeah the leela and the, i think the leela one was handled brilliantly that's you know that that's how you handle that style of character but they had a plan for it mm-hmm. but what was the plan with dana i don't know what uh, what else you could have given yeah. as her skill yeah um she doesn't that, really that wouldn't be anything. very mundane or you know yeah. sexist or because or the know? trouble is that what they immediately run into is they're saying oh this girl's a, a weapons expert she's a crack shot she can anything she can see she can hear but then that's you've just created yourself into a uh, corner because you can't have a constantly killing your enemy characters I mean, how many times did she come against Servalan? And her one reason to live is to kill Servalan, except for the thirty-eight times she doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So, so you you can see how, as a writer, you can back yourself into a corner where you go, "Oh God, what have I done? I that that was stupid." It's it's the Superman thing, isn't it? You do, you make your hero so powerful that there's no threat, so you then have to keep writing in ways of taking their strength away. Um, but they don't take a they they don't they take her strength do away. They they take yeah. her character away, don't yeah. they? Yeah, that's yeah they, they side line they sideline her to the nth degree. Like, say, so you could have had <laughs> where you could have had. I mean, now you would have had whole story arcs about is it 
ethically correct to to sort of educate this young kid as a terrorist mm. and you could have had storylines like that you know they she could have you know she was being indoctrinated and all sorts of stuff like that. but they just don't do anything with her it's like she's they get her on the, the liberator and then go uh oh, we ain't got anything for her to do why did we write that character yeah it's, it's, it's so I, so hard to fathom <laughs> out what was going on. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what would have been interesting because the first time we ever see her is in aftermath. Yep. What was that for? Curiosity. I'm all in favour of healthy curiosity. I hope yours isn't satisfied too easily. I think you've cured my headache. What's your name? Avon. You are very beautiful, Avon. So are you. Dana. Are you a native of this planet? The ones that tried to kill you are the natives. Do I look like them? So where do you come from? I was born on Earth. My father brought me here when I was a baby. Are there many Earth people here? Just father and myself. Just the two of you? And Lauren. She's of this planet, but she's lived with us since she was a child. Three of you. How do you survive? The natives, what do you call them? The Sarans. The Sarans don't seem exactly friendly. <laughs> they don't trouble us much. Father says they were a problem when we first arrived. Now they leave us alone. They're afraid of us. They're afraid of me, particularly. Presumably it's the bow and arrow. I like the ancient weapons. The spear, the sword, the knife. They demand more skill. When you fight with them, conflict becomes more personal. More exciting. More dangerous. Of course. Without danger, there's no pleasure. That must limit your range of pleasures a bit. <laughs> You're feeling stronger. Yes, I am. Which right. I still maintain that's her best episode. That's it the is. only episode I'm... where the character acts as the character is written. Yeah, I mean, this is a Dana story because it's yep. introducing Dana. And, you know, um, we have another Dana story in season four, but that's animals. And, you know, they couldn't be more... Oh, uh, well, yeah, that was a exactly. Callie story, wasn't it, like you said? And... Uh... Yeah. So it didn't do anything with Dana at all. But I tell you what I, I, I like about this is that, you know, initially Dana, there she is. She's in the sand dunes. She yeah. she rescues Avon. Not, I, I thought, looking not unlike how she looks in Wonder Woman. You know, she's almost yeah. dressed as, as as an Amazonian on those uh, on that beach there, you yeah. know. And um, I, I, I quite like the idea of, you know, she's she's been raised by her father um, on this planet, hiding from the Federation, alone with her father, apart from the odd tutor that's that's ferried in, like Justin, right? Yep. So, so you could have had like this person who lives for making weapons, but also ignorant in the ways of yeah. I, well, I, she, I mean, the fir the first time she she really sees Avon, she gives him a kiss. Yeah. Because that she doesn't, she doesn't know, know that that's behave. not what you don't do. You know, it the, could have been like yeah. a Pygmalion sort of situation. Well, yeah, you could have had it, or even like it had she acted a bit like um, you know uh, in the Star Trek episode Charlie X, where you've yeah. got a teenager that although he's all powerful, they don't know at the time, but you've got a teenager that's been brought up by aliens. And has no concept of how humans behave. They could have had something like that where she's naive, yep, where she's yep. constantly doing the wrong thing. She constantly gets crushes on people. There's so many interesting things you could have done with the character. Um, and they do nothing. Nothing that, whatsoever. That could have worked because if mm. she was playing a, a naive character and you've got an inexperienced yeah. actor 
playing the na- naive thing. That, yeah. that, that could work that could in been, her favour. Yeah, perfect, yeah. yeah. Just, you just highlight the, the, the natural sort of uh, unease you would have as a new actor in a television studio and just go with that, play that. Yeah, because yep. we find out in that story, you know, that she was born on Earth... Yeah. Um, but but fled with her dad, oh Hal Melamdy, um, yeah. and uh, her mother was killed in this massacre, a very Blake-like massacre. Yes, but they licked it. Yeah, again. Yeah, twenty um, years before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and her mum was killed during this massacre, and they fled. But then we also we find out in animals that, again, I know it was written for Callie, but that she had numerous visiting tutors and people coming to stay with her father and that. Yes. Which. Which sort of so why why is she sort of hyped up in that first episode as as not being used to people? I mean, she is she's um, she's what, Altera in Forbidden Planet, isn't she? The, the, yes, the oh, same that's character. a good comparison. Yeah. yeah, some you know that I mean, very similar storyline sort of thing. Um, but what, yeah, if she if she's that used to having tutors and that, there, why is it? Why is she playing it like that? I, I don't get it. I still, it's something we've never talked about. I mean, they fled on this spaceship, yep. and then he beached it on the seabed, didn't yes, he? he did, um, yeah. I don't know how you would communicate and send off to other planets to get a tutor to come along. Can you come and teach my my uh, my daughter, please? I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I don't know. Did Because they never mentioned in the episode whether he had any other sort of ship. He had a shuttle or anything like that. You had a Ford Cortina kicking about. I mean, you're presuming not. No, because the Sarans would have destroyed it if it was, yeah, you, you know, behind a sand dune somewhere, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't you? Yeah, so that's a bit of a puzzle. But but she she's a weapons expert. She you know yes. uh, she lives for making weapons. And I tell you how they could have just kept the character up a bit is just occasionally, and it wouldn't have taken much. I mean, you've got sets there. Just have her at a table designing a new weapon or something like that. You know, just playing with something from time to time. Even on the flight deck of the Liberator, rather than playing Space Monopoly, she could be off to one side creating a bombs just to keep the viewer reminded that this is a weapons person. Yeah, and you could, I mean, you could have even got some, (coughs) pardon me, some sort of villa comedy bits out of it can you where he's he's peering over his shoulder what are you working on oh it's something that liquidifies your internal organs and a nice little villa quip or something you could have yeah there's so much so much especially season three there's so many wasted scenes where we've discussed and gone what what was that all about that mm. yeah i i suppose this is again this is because of the way it was made it it's a miracle it all hangs together anyway nowadays you would have all this would have been fleshed out hmm. you know unless it's a jj abrams tv show uh, all of this would have been fleshed out beforehand they would know what was happening they could have built in this stuff but i i do wonder if it literally was a case of after you after the episode you're introduced in sorry you're on your own Mm. It's up to you to bring some characterization to this. It is a shame because after you know this first story, yeah, it it rapidly goes downhill. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and of course we haven't mentioned you know social conventions and stuff like that. Of course you've got to remember she did kill Clegg. Yeah. At the end of the next story, at the end of Power Play, she she throttles him to death, doesn't yeah. she, with her bare hands? So this is a strong, powerful, you know, ruthless woman. Yeah. You could have gone down that After route, two stories, you, where... yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and you'd have to rein her in all the time, yeah. but no, it never happens. I think I think it's only in season three you actually get reminders that she can make weapons. I can't think of a time, maybe you can in season four, where you actually see her produce one of her no, guns or weapons. I don't think she produces. I mean, it's kind of like she makes mention of the clip gun about. Oh yes, but yes, see, she... see, season four is again very much the uh, tell don't show season, isn't it? So Avon says as a top grade weapons expert what do you make of these you know just that to remind one, people i had forgotten how silly that scene was because that's the one where she picks up the different clips and she knows yes. what's inside each one of them even yeah. though they're not labeled <laughs> yeah they should have put a little dymo label on each run yeah and she said she she's been working on a version like yeah. that for ages didn't she but she had never perfected it but as I say, I mean, in season three, that's the only time where you ever see, you know, things that she makes. I mean, you know, we've got that silly firing range, haven't we, in uh, yeah, in Aftermath, that's... where um, Avon's firing what looks like a a, a Hoover at yeah. those uh, silly Weird targets. Weird aliens, yeah. What yes. is going on there? Um, I mean, she's like a couple of times, like with Baben and that, she brings out uh, bombs and radio control bombs and things from nowhere, doesn't she? Mm. But you never get the feeling that she's made them. You get the feeling she bought them with her. Or... And also, I think we talked about this before, you know, where is all her raw materials for making these things? Yeah. And how does she make these things? I mean, yeah, I mean, in, in Aftermath, you've got this little pistol, this green pistol, um, yeah. which, um, you know, Servalan uses to kill, kill her dad, doesn't she? You yeah. know? Um, and, you know, yeah, we've got bombs as well, haven't we? Um, you, you know, that um, City of the Edge of the World radar control one, which we couldn't decide where she got it from. It just went, comes up and goes around that corner and blows them up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and we don't know where she got it out from. I mean, wouldn't it have been nice if um, there was just like a storyline where they went off to presumably get some crystals to improve the Scorpio's armaments and it was dana driving it i you know get me these crystals avon and i can improve the blasters by whatever you, there's so many things you could have done you could have done but yeah for, for, for her to suddenly just pull one literally pull yeah, them out of nowhere right. and then start she using them it's just stupid ass, you know yeah. oh yeah i mean it was in ultra world that she uses that oh, radio yeah. control bomb as well you know it's like where the bloody hell was that yeah you know? <coughs> and she, she keeps bombs in her mouth as well. Do you remember yeah. it's in yes, that one? She's got right, yeah. like micro grenades in her yeah. in, in her teeth. I hope she something. doesn't um, grind her teeth when she's asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they they could have done something like Ace, couldn't they, in Doctor Who, and had her carry in a backpack round, and you know what I mean. I mean, you don't need to have these sort of these issues crop up. A bit of thought beforehand. In fact, and just Ace the, the, the odd line, if she, if, say somebody's got a gun or something, she goes, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, I recognise that, that's a such, and she knows yeah. the specs. Yeah, yeah, someone threatens her and, and she, like goes, yeah, yeah, she goes, well, that's the such and such version five, um, that's got an effective range of 12 metres, and we're 13 metres away, yeah. shoot him, Ava, you know, so, yeah, use, use some of that amazing knowledge. And um, why not make her the weapons officer? Yeah. of the Liberator, and yep. just have a few lines there of her training with, you know, yeah. with the uh, uh, with the blasters and stuff. Because like I don't that, think she did, ever did anything, did she? I mean, she fired she fired the Liberators she? once in once. Dawn of the Gods. That's the only oh, time right. she did that. Yeah, and yeah, something that was dropped almost immediately. It, it cropped up a couple of times when the script demanded it. Was yes, she had this vow to avenge her father. Yeah, oh, that was by killing Serverland, yeah. and uh, no. Um, 
and she didn't she, she gave up trying after a while yeah i mean it, it was up to other people to remind her weren't it is that the woman you want to kill oh I do feel sorry for Josette Simon because, you know, yeah, she she's underwritten, you know, and, you know, there are a whole list of, of times where she's not <coughs> done any favours by the direction. I mean, yes. um, which one? It's Assassin, isn't it? Where um, she teleports down, Serverland's there, she goes, you, like this, and, yeah. and then legs apart poses with the gun and everything and no that didn't do her any favors no the i mean she was the the actress was let down by the scripts by the direction by the costume design she should again she should have been one that wore uh you know sort of field uniform and stuff like that you know leggings Mm. and tucked into her boots and rather than I mean, in some of them, it looked like carrier bags stapled to a leotard, didn't it? But, oh, and yeah, and there, yeah. there was an awful lot of cleavage. I mean, yes. I, again, I'm, I'm I'm wondering if you know Josette Simon, if she if she was had a bit more experience, she could have had the clout or, or the yeah. confidence to say, "You're not putting me in that. This isn't the Benny Hill show," because yeah. you know, it didn't didn't help. Does, it, I mean, did, it didn't help. Makeup what? wise, it didn't help either. You know, um, yeah. I think now, if if they tried putting that on her now, I don't think they would get very far. Yeah. This this sort of character. I mean, I, I don't. You've not seen the um, the reboot of Battlestar Galactica, have you? But I think this sort of character would be Starbuck in that. No, no. I've I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen, seen the reboot. Seen it. Yeah, right. yeah. She, yes, I think they, yeah. Starbuck's would... a very good idea. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. You know, it's. Um, I, I, I have to admit that I know some people like the character and that. I, I've never been impressed in Blake 7 with Gisette Simon's acting. Now, I, I, I don't want to say acting capability because <coughs> I know she's won awards and on stage, you know, she's she quite, quite a, a, a big person and that. But I've never been impressed with the way she played the character of Dana. No, it was it. It was not believable at all. No, as soon as she opened her mouth, it was like, nope, don't buy that character. Sorry. No. Do you uh, recall uh, what you thought of Dana before the introduction of Dana and Tarrant? What you your, your your thoughts were when you first saw photos, or what your first feelings were when you started well, watching season three? Well, there would have been no. At, at, at that point, I wouldn't have been. I mean, there was hardly any magazines anyway. Yeah, you know, I think it was Starburst going. Starburst was out, yeah. yeah. But I, I probably wouldn't have known until she appeared. I remember um, when the, v, the VHS came out, I thought, oh, Dana. And I couldn't remember Dana's character performance, what she did at all, other than, again, that first episode. I remembered the first episode. Mm. Um, but, I, but that says it all, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think, I think that does say it all. I, I was constantly like, oh, I forgot Dana was in that. Oh, oh, it was her that went, oh. And yeah, uh, I, you know, it, you remember uh, Tarrant. Yeah. <laughs> you certainly remember all the other cast. <laughs> I remembered Callie. I remembered uh, Jenna well enough. But yeah, Dana was a complete blank when I watched the VHS when they came out. I think that does sum her up. Yeah. I mean, you know, even... She's got two major blank. stories. Yeah, she's got two major yeah. stories. She's okay in the first one, but you know, um, nobody turns around and says, "Oh, yeah, animals! What a terrific no. Dana!" She, yeah, story. she's. I find her that the character is tolerable, doing the bare minimum of 
of normal so she's you know not really showing much emotion or anything like that as soon as as soon as emotion has to be shown be it uh like love uh terrible or being scared i mean i think her worst moment for me is in um uh is in uh the dorian episode what when she goes down the staircase yeah and she goes tarrant yeah it's, it's just oh it's cringy Oh, no, no, she's just as bad as in animals. Yeah. Animals is awful. Yeah, an- animals crying is terrible, over Justin's yeah. dead body. Oh yeah, she can't. She can't do crying. No, at all. It's like it's like amateur dramatic. Waha, aha! I'm upset. You know, aha, aha! It's terrible, and that's mm. what I mean. I, I don't. I mean, we can we can blame the scripts. We can blame the production. We can blame the direction. But that's down to her. Mm. Now, it could be that, like you said, she was too inexperienced and she needed a a good director to, you know, say, no, not good enough. People don't act like that. (coughs) But I think not one single aspect of Dana works for me. No. No, From from any, the script, the performance, the... The, the makeup, the, the makeup, costumes, the costume, the story. Yeah, no, yeah, Cause that, I, I, I think because every other character has got like, for all his faults, Scan was quite interesting, and at least I mean was very well acted. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of any other. What other weak characters have we got in the main cast? In the main cast, there's none really, is there? Even I Jenna think she's was. The, I think yeah, she's, she's the weakest. She's I think so. potentially not the worst character, but she is no. the weakest. Character, Definitely the weakest, yeah. I think, I think. Um, but Dana herself, Dana the character on The Liberator, um, my, my abiding memory of her is she always seems to be the one who takes the mickey out of Villa, always putting yeah. Villa in his place. And I think the relationship between them two was all right because he tries chatting her up a couple of times because yeah. she says, oh, you know, the thing I like best about you, oh, what's that? Oh, your subtlety, you know, when he's saying, another drink, Dana. You know, uh, th- th- that's all right. I I don't mind that. I don't think she and Callie would ever have been friends. No. Do you? No, I don't think so. I think mean, Callie, Callie couldn't, wouldn't have been able to stand being around someone so mm. wet. <laughs> yeah, and, and she, she, she snogs Avon and yeah. calls him very beautiful, but nothing happened after that. No. No, no. Because can no. you imagine... Can imagine Avon having a relationship with her. Mm, he would no. have to kill her, wouldn't he? No, that would have, have been have a one-sided her. thing, definitely. Yeah. But you know, of course, we've got in Ultra World, we've got uh, the bonding ceremony. Yeah, and I think I think we we didn't know whether the bonding ceremony had actually happened or not. No, when I don't that know. explosion went off. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, at least contrary to like when you read about it in magazines, at least it was played entirely for laughs. Mm. I think, yeah, it's, uh, you read about it in a program guide and you think, oh dear. And then you finally see the episode and go, okay, they, that was handled. Okay. But actually I'll, I'll give a, I'll give Josette Simon that, and perhaps they should have done it, but Villa was there is that she does handle the comedy lines. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's a problem. Yeah. I'm just thinking like that scene, that is quite funny. She's very good in it. And like you say, the putting down Villa quips are all okay. Yeah, she works very well with Villa. Yeah. Maybe we should have had a Villa and um, Dana yeah. story, you Perhaps know? Yeah, they'd have you know, gone down together. 
Yeah, uh, you're just reminding me of the yeah. thing, you know, at the, um, um, on, on Terminal when they're playing Space Monopoly with our Galactic yeah. Master. Thanks a lot. You know, she, yeah. she, she, Again, she's all right with the, yeah. with the lightweight comedy bits. But I think you're right. When it become, becomes proper dramatic stuff, I think that's yeah. where her inexperience really did show. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good. That, so so uh, if nothing comes out of this podcast other than the fact that, yeah, I, I can agree that that's one good thing about the character. Yes. I don't know about that singing voice. That... Yeah. Oh no, that was yeah. Awful. That's the other thing oh, we haven't mentioned about, about that. Her, when she's playing oh. the space harp. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, to be fair, everyone in that episode, other than nobody Carrie came. Even terrible. Michael Keating came out yeah. of that, you know, poorly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. All right, so um, I've completely forgotten one bit that we do the now, um, yeah. which is your first and last line. So I've got to skip oh, yeah. over that. I'm afraid. Um, so I think we're going to have a yes here, which is ruthless or not. Right. Yeah, I think I think the character as written or as wanted to be was very ruthless. Unfortunately, yes. never got a chance to. Well, I've written down a tally of all her kills. She killed a lot of people, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. She shot at some of the Sarans, didn't she, yeah, with she her did, bow yeah. and arrow. She yeah. wanted to kill them all as well, didn't she? She did, point. she did. Um, she throttles Clegg to death. Um, yep. And then in Volcano, uh, she kills Mori. And yeah. uh, oh, an, an, another trooper, yeah. She, um, with a radio-controlled bomb, she kills a couple of Baben's men in yep. City of the Edge of the World. Um, she kills two troopers in Rumours of Death. She kills um, the general, you know, old thingamajig, used to be Little John in um, Robin of Sherwood. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah in Traitor. Um, two of the animals in Animals. Uh, four troopers in Games. She shot a guard on Xerox and killed three with a grenade. And uh, but yeah, that was about it because then she uh, she is outdrawn by Arlen. Yeah. Um, in Blake, it so it, all that, it? it does say yeah. it all that you've yeah. got this. Yeah, that th- th- this um, this Federation officer outdraws. Uh, uh, admittedly, Dana didn't have a gun on her. It was on like a table in front of her. And uh, but yeah, that's how she goes out. And I think that no, that's her worst moment. Her death, uh, uh, that, I, yeah. that look on her face. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That that does trump the Tarrant scream. The her final shot as she's been killed. Yeah, Maybe this is why she's moment. embarrassed by the show. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure now nowadays she wouldn't pull that face. No, I think no. not. I think no. not. Um, she's very big on killing nondescripts, though, isn't she? She is. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Yeah. But um, all right. So um, did you know, right, that, you know, I was saying about, well, what are you going to do if you've got to, you know, replace, you know, um, Sally Nivette? Yeah. Um, you know, who are you going to have? Um, the the first idea for the replacement uh, was to go brunette. OK, to, you know, Sally Nivette's blonde. So you've got to have a brunette. Okay. Do you know who went up for it? <coughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Marina Sirtis. Really? Hmm. Now, do you hmm. think you could you see Marina hmm. Sirtis as Dana? Um, <coughs> I, I think. <coughs> Sorry, it's all this is going to be just you and me coughing to death. Yeah. Um, at that point in her career, no, I don't. I don't think because you look at the first couple of seasons of Next Gen. And she's terrible in it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it took a while for her to find her feet. So I'm not sure whether she'd have worked. No, I don't know. I, 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 the other day on um, Talking Pictures, there's yeah. Hazel. Do you remember that? that Hazel, yeah. Detective the show yeah, detective show. With Nicholas Ball. And she was in it. Marina yeah. Sirtis was in it. it as a cliché uh, French totty, complete okay. with poodle underarm. And she was terrible yeah. in that. And that was about... Well, she's, yeah, she's in um, Death Wish 3, I think. And she's terrible in that. It's just mm. embarrassing. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm, I don't, I think, I mean, this part of this hurts me to say it, but I think Josette Simon is a better actress than Marina Sirtis. Yes. Um, which is sort of something I never thought I'd hear myself saying. No, but here's a question yeah. for you, right? What about, instead of Dana here, we had Sulin here, right? You've got this warrior woman. Yeah. What about if you had Glynis Barber? Come in at this point, still called Dana, not called yeah. Sulin, but but in the manner that she would go on and be Sulin. But you had Sulin as Dana in there. Yeah, I think that would work really well because Glynis Barber, I think, is a much better actress mm. than. Again, I'm you know I, I can't judge all of Josette Simon's career by two seasons of Blake Seven, but it, from what we see in Blake Seven, Sulin. And Glyn Sparber, much better actor. Mm. So I, that would have worked really well. Actually, imagine if if that would have been Sulin's introduction, and she would have been Sulin there, and you mm. built up her, another season's worth of character development. Yeah, what would a season four have brought then? You yeah. know. Yeah. So um, right. So Josette Simon, she was still at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts um, when David Maloney yeah. considered her for the role. Um, and I've got a quote from him saying that it was his idea for having a Caribbean girl uh, because it was all the rage at the time. Oh, okay. I mean, what does that mean? What I, does I he mean by all the rage? Yeah. All the rage. I don't know. Uh, anyway, That's not really she... a good reason for casting someone, though, is it? Oh, yeah, this the, show's got F- one, so we've yeah. got to have one. Yeah, that's a that's terrible, terrible attitude. <laughs> your your ethnicity is, is fashionable at this moment. That's mm. not a great... I mean, perhaps that sums up everything Although that's wrong with the character. we've said before, you know, uh, um, attitudes were changing and, and oh, the media was yeah. changing and, you, you, you know, you had to have representation. So it could yeah. have come down from on high that, yeah. you know... And yeah. maybe Which he is, is the high. Maybe he is saying, right... Yeah. You know, it's the Empire Strikes Back thing, isn't it? Why yeah. were there only white people in Star yeah. Wars? Well, we've got to create Lando Calrissian, you know? Yeah. And, to, and to be that. fair, Blake 7 is a very white show, isn't it? Really. Very much so. Very much so. I, I, I think it's terrific, you know, because of the time, that, you know, if you are going to have uh, a black actor, that you didn't go with anybody with an accent, that she is very much, yeah. you know, home counties accent. Yeah. You know, I think that um, that's sort of that's sort of that was the because if you look at other shows that had um, black leading characters, so like Rise and Damp, you had Philip, yes. who was again very estuary English. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that was. I don't. I'm just trying to think if there was any any characters that would have had genuine sort of accents. I can't remember what. Uh, Love thy neighbour. No, no, you had accents there. No, you had accents there. And any time, you know, you had a black uh, clippy on on the buses, there was, you had to have it. You had to have this accent. You know, it's what, you know, 
the god awful Jim Davison went on to, you know, uh, yeah, make, make part of his act, yeah. you know. Um, but I tell you what, what, what is odd considering everything we've been saying about, you know, shows that Simon's, you know, lack of experience when she got the role. Um, she didn't have an equity card, okay? Yeah. Um, and to get one, they had to prove to equity, and D- David Maloney had to prove to equity that no one else could do the role. That's got to be difficult, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Mm. Weirdly, so just going back to what you said about accents, why didn't she sound like her dad? Well, I thought, yeah, that, that, that's a good point. Because she Hal was alone with a, him on the planet. Yeah, he's got Hal very has got a Caribbean accent. Caribbean, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that is a good point. Maybe it's Justin. Maybe it's the influence of oh, Justin. Oh, of course, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, right. yes. There you go. You're tying it all together. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Josette Simon, born in Crouch End. Um, right. She doesn't sound like she comes from Crouch End, um, mm. but 1960 <coughs> uh, became an OBE in 2000. Yeah, did you know that? No, I didn't know. Yeah, and um, looking Is that the into services to the theatre. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's proper theatre. Yeah. That, that was bad grammar, Eric. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and genre-wise. She's all right, actually. I didn't think she really? had done so much, right? Well, I know she's done. She's done, you know, coffiner line parts in like some superhero stuff and that. But that'd be interesting, actually. All right. Well, genre tally is eight. All right. Yeah. Blake Seven, of course, being the first because this was her first yeah. TV work. Um, and then a show I've never ever heard of: um, Poltergeists. 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 It's a children's mm. TV comedy about a haunted hotel. No, I've never heard of that. That couldn't have lasted long, could it? I don't, it's sort of. It sounds like Rent a Ghost. Yeah, mixed up it's with ITV's um, version of Rent a Ghost. Wasn't there in like you know Shiver and Shake or something? Wasn't there a haunted hotel or something in Shiver yeah, and Shake or something? Yeah, was wasn't there like a, a monster run hotel? Oh, it was, it was Monster, monster Inn yeah. or something. It was called yeah. like that, and nobody would ever stay there because yeah. the ghosts want them to stay, but they're always terrified yeah. and, and run away. So yeah. Mm. Um, then she was in Merlin, okay, All right. as as the voice of the huge dag. No idea. Whatever that Never is. Never used to watch it. No intention right. of going and watching it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Wonder Woman next, as I say. She is Wonder in Wonder Woman. Woman. I didn't realise. Yep. You knew, didn't you? I said, I oh, knew that, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't spot her. I've seen One, Wonder Woman quite a few times. I think it's a really good film, but that. Yeah. You'll, you'll have to go and do it frame by frame. Well, from the frame, yeah, from the screenshot, I can see it looks like she's on the beach yeah. in that yeah. beach battle. So she could almost be back on the the Saturn yeah. planet, couldn't she? Yes. Yeah, she, perhaps, perhaps that's why they hired her. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, then something called Zapped. Do you know Zapped? Zapped. No, it doesn't ring a bell. It's a parallel universe comedy TV series. Oh, I've never heard of that. No. UK or US? No, US. US. Yeah. yeah. And then something called Night Flyers. Which is a well, horror heard, science I've fiction that, TV yes. series. Yeah, I've heard of that. Never seen it, but okay. And then she was—I think it was last year. She was in in a, a, a cinema release again. Um, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Well, yeah, I'm not seeing that either. Well, she's a voice in that, obviously. Oh, okay. um, yeah. And uh, and then the thing I didn't know, but you did know as well. Uh, the Witcher. She's yes, very current. Yes, she's in The Witcher. Yes. Oh, that is that is a good series. I still haven't watched more than um, episode one. My wife has. My wife's uh, 
watched it and I said what you said to me about it, what what yeah. you found interesting and she agrees with you about it. Oh, so good. so Sensible yeah. Sensible woman your way. Yeah, of course. That's why I married her. Yeah, so Nothing that's it. Nothing to do with Henry Cavill getting his top off all the time. Nothing well, to do with Well, no, 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 no. She's got me. She doesn't need that's Henry true, yeah. Cavill. Yeah. She's got her own <laughs> Superman. I look just like Henry Cavill, especially with my top off. Yes. Oh, yeah, well, it, in the dark, all, black, all cats are black cats, aren't they? So I look exactly like Henry Cavill when the lights are off. Yes, and I've got the white hair as well. That's true, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so yes, Jean Tally 8. No who not tally, bad, bad, no bad. EastEnders tally. She wasn't in EastEnders strange, or anything like that. So, so that's that. So here we go. Right, the ratings bit. All right. Wait. Would Would you like to uh, know what you were before? Uh, yeah, go on. Because oh, hang on, <laughs> I haven't got that the, bit. <laughs> it's the bo- it's the bottom bit that sort of shuffles a bit, isn't it? It's the bottom bit that shuffles a bit. Yeah, I think. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you yes. were talking about my posture. Oh, right. Well, that probably is true as well, I think. <laughs> it's all those all mince right. pies. It is. It is. Hang, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, right. So, you at the moment, right, yep. go. Number one, Travis Mark II. Number yep. two, Callie. Number yep. three, Travis Mark III, uh, Mark I. Yep. Number four, Tarrant. Yep. Number five, Zen. Yep. Number six, Gan. Yep. Number seven, Jenna. Yep. And number eight, Slave. All right. I can't put her below Slave because she did have some interesting bits and a character. Uh, mm. So she's above Slave, but below Jenna. All right. So so she's become like um, eighth place now. Yes. Yeah. Directly above Slave. Yes. That's exactly where I put her. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah, think there's, exactly. there's, no, there's no honest way of putting her any higher at the moment. I don't There's think. no way you can justify it. No. No. You I mean, you might, I mean, you, I, I suppose, I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if anyone, if, if Dana's anyone's favorite character, let us know on Facebook. Um, cause I'd like to know what, what you're seeing that we're not. Yeah. I, no, I was just about to say, yeah. apologies to anybody who is a massive mm, Dana no, fan, but, um, she's just, and these not are all personal choices. Yes. This is personal, personal opinions. Choices, yeah. 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 If you dis, as Ian says, if you disagree with us, um, go over onto Facebook and, yeah. um, you know, let us know. Yes. Yeah, stand up for Dana. Stand up for Dana, yeah. yeah. Um, talking about Facebook, I've got a shout-out. Oh, lovely. I always from, enjoy a shout-out. From Facebook. So uh, this gentleman by the name of Darren McGee, all right? right. He's he's recommended us. You know, you can have recommendations. Oh, yes, yeah, on the on actual like, page thing, isn't it? Like, yes, yeah. yeah. And he says, been enjoying this podcast from the beginning, loved Blake Seven as a kid, and loving getting back into it. Oh, well, so, so I wonder if... If he got back into it and then sought us out, or whether he accidentally heard our podcast and we got him back into it, that would be nice to think, wouldn't it? It would be nice. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. So, so thank you very much, Darren. Yes, thank That's you, Darren. Very nice of you. All right. So, yes, our ratings list didn't change much. Um, no. Dana's just been shoved in just above slave. Next time, I think we might be shaking our lists up quite a oh, bit. Oh, it's a difficult one next time. It's Sulin mm. next time. So, yes. I'm very interested yeah. to see what you think and what you say. Yeah, it's um, oh yeah, because you, I suppose it's a personal choice, but you don't want pure, like, you want you want it to be a rational choice as well, don't you? Yes, you got to yeah. leave the hormones out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be interesting discussing. All right. Uh, well, 
at our Sulin. In because oh. <laughs> yeah, because I think I, we were both in the same boat of until until we sort of uh, did the podcast, we probably wouldn't have put a very high. No, no, no. I mean, you might no. not anyway. You might. Unlike Dana, I mean, we we haven't really mentioned that with Dana today, but Dana, my opinion on Dana hasn't changed at all. No, Um, no, not at all. I haven't re-evaluated her as I have, say, with Gan or Callie. Um, But uh, Sulin, definitely, I've I've had to re-evaluate. She's been a surprise of this podcast. Yeah, everyone, yeah, Sulin's definitely been the, I think, the, the, well, other than Brian Crouch's Travis for me, but Sulin is one of the main bridge crew definitely been the surprise hit um talent to a little bit but Sulin, yeah yeah i, I think you're right i would i would have said a cheap cali copy before mm. this i can remember with Sulin. i should save this for next week but i can well, we remember not liking Sulin because i was just hacked yeah. off you know they've got rid of the liberator yeah. you know they've got rid of cali and now this woman comes along, you know, yep. in a crappy ship, and not really liking her at all. So, yeah. Can you imagine if they'd have um, kept Callie and got rid of Dana, kind of Callie and Sulin. Well, maybe uh, that might yeah. have made maybe that might have made Callie, you know, go back to her, be a reminder yeah. for her of what she used to be before they started putting her in the flouncy dresses. Yes, could have been. Uh, mm. what ifs of Blake's of what ifs to be continued in seven days yes all right so you've got seven days now uh, this is a nice uh, uh chore isn't it we've got seven days to go back and watch every sulin moment yes um, which we will of course in oh, freeze will. frame yeah. yes <laughs> cold shower after each one yeah <laughs> all right we'll see you in seven days then Ian. nice one see you then all right cheers bye 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 I wouldn't need to worry I could be a teacher in a classroom full of scholars I could be the sergeant in a squadron full of wallets What a waste What a waste What a waste